hello, or as they say, what's up, friends? <laughs> what's up, friends? What, what's, what's up, up? Friends? Hey, everybody, what's up? <laughs> welcome, what's up everybody? welcome to the DMs Book Club, a podcast where we talk about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include it in our role playing campaigns. That bit before was completely improvised. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed at all. We were just before we started the stream, we were trying to work out how to pronounce a certain character's name and therefore yes. going on to all these YouTube videos of reviews of the book we're going to review today and my god they all start with that sort of what's up everyone hey, hey what's up everyone hey guys uh, hamilton here just gonna yeah, <laughs> just gonna just, go through this book it's just fine it's perfectly fine it's it, just very it's just it's just very interesting that they all start like that yeah. whereas i just go welcome i just assume yeah. people are happy to be here i don't need to be over familiar with our listeners or viewers yeah. but uh, you know welcome everybody british <laughs> i'm glad you're here it's just british reservedness isn't it it's like oh do please come in and and have you know sit down and have Ooh, a listen make sure to you're us. comfortable yeah yeah well my, again just to start off my name is fiona and with me as always because we are on the dragon's jewel network is hamilton my co-host hamilton how are you my friend <laughs> i'm right i just did a little dance there for people at home <laughs> just for the, for the listeners just imagine me dancing which i'm sure you can easily for, for do for the listeners do don't 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 it's <laughs> we saved you from being scarred um but did, all, yeah. all good with you though this week everything Yes, yes, uh, yeah. Busy as ever. B- busy doing stuff, but not seemingly getting half getting halfway there all the time. But I, I think we're I think we're on the on the stretch. Yeah, no. Played yeah. some more Curse of Strahd, as Ooh. I tell you every week. It's fucking creepy. It's, it's so, so good. It's so good. Oh. That house with the the Fred Dursts, as we're calling oh, it. Oh, the Durst family. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they are so good. The creepy, we're, the creepy children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew they were... I mean, the minute we turned up, we're like, well, this is creepy. Like, well, why are we the, going there are here? children here asking us to go in and defeat a monster in the basement. Well, yeah, that's full that. of crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I detected good and evil on them, and I was like, why are they not coming up as undead? There's something, there's something dodgy here. My yeah. money is on hag magic at the moment. Ooh, interesting. That's where my money's on, but I'm not mm. sure. I just thought because of our hag chat we had the other time yes. and that they sometimes employ children. That's where I was at. And then we got to the attic and realised that they aren't alive anymore. They've or... not been alive, yeah. So how were they not undead on my detect good and evil? Like what is going on? I'm sorry. Just... Well, I can't I can't spoil it for you, but it's a it's a good reveal when you get there. But oh. yes, and and just to say for me, I mm. spent the day going to nearly every bloody game shop I could find to get the alternate cover. Did you get it? For Fizzbands. No, I did not. It's it I it was released today on the day where we're recording so the 26th of October, so we're going to date this episode ASAP. Um <laughs> Obviously, Fizzbands is now out, and it's out on D&D Beyond, which is great. There's, and I'm sure we'll do our own deep mm. dive view of it at some point. But I can't find, for love, not money. I'm running around going, do you have Fizzbands? And they're like, no, we don't have Fizzbands. And I'm like, Fizzbands! <laughs> Fizzbands! In the streets. <laughs> Screen. I'm sure it will be there in a couple of days' time. But I thought, oh, whilst I'm here, I might as well go look. And then, no, yeah. nowhere around. You know what? I will have a look tomorrow in my local game store as well oh. see if they've got it for yeah because obviously that's, oh well, that's very sweet it's, it's just more like just trying to support local game shops yeah. otherwise I, 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 I've fallen I fall foul to the evil Amazon place mm. uh, all the time but I thought you know what because I loved our um, deep dive into Beyond the Witchlight and then got the alternate yeah. cover for that I thought why not why not go mm. and, and do that and then nobody bloody has it <laughs> no one has it oh it's right. a pain Anyway. Can I say one thing oh, I saw yeah. in it that I really like the title of? I did a quick deep dive into it, so this is yeah. so that we can be on, t- on topic. Oh, on topic, is, yeah. uh, there's one. It has the uh, Tiamat's... Um, uh, the uh, the uh, apparition or something like that of uh, Tiamat, so it's when Tiamat gets summoned to the material plane. Oh. 
they have an ability which is called Hurl into Avernus, which, oh. think, which is like such a cool title. It's not as well. Unfortunately, it's not got as much flavor, but I would love to flavor that. It's like she like oh. grabs you and flings you through. That, it's a banishment spell into Avernus and you take ridiculous amounts of psychic damage. And I just love this idea of just like, bye, <laughs> sort of thing through Avernus. Oh, and you sort of just go, whoa through the fire and then re- <laughs> reappear like um loki in uh in with um, oh, yeah, in, in loki through yeah, the yeah, yeah through the portals and just like absolutely the one the one thing i did see that a quick having a quick look beforehand was the the hydra dragon which is yes. essentially just a hydra and mm. obviously it's like oh you cut off the heads and stuff like that but they keep regrowing and you're like mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. hooray so no, yeah i'm, I'm so happy oh. i'm so happy for it as as dragon's jewel there's no we ha- use dragons a lot and so having more dragons that are more fun is great more dragons yeah. yes tick Sorry. i think we've ticked on that but but Sorry. we can't talk about fizz bands because no <laughs> i don't have a copy <laughs> <laughs> and we've it literally has come out today but hamilton what are we talking about today we are talking about now let's say this right <laughs> minsk minsk's and booze journal of villainy Woo-hoo. yeah yeah. Yes. yes. We find. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, it is the. We spoke about it a little bit uh, briefly. Uh, we spoke about it a little bit briefly uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that it got released and then taken off and then released again. Uh, mm. This extra life supplement, essentially, about these two characters. And, I mean, how would you describe it as a as a book per se? Like, what what do you think is the context of it? Because I, I have my yeah. thoughts. <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. Oh, now you. So I feel like I have to. Uh, no. I see it as it is like a, a mini adventurer's guide to, I'd say, sort mm-hmm. of book. Um, like it's a funnily enough, we were listening back to our ghost walk from last week. Mm-hmm. I was always asking about has there really hasn't been a campaign guide to Faerun. Well, this is a very mini campaign guide to Faerun with that's what I'd give it. What, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, my, my first fault is that Journal of Villainy is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. it doesn't feel very villainous, and I'm going to say yes. that at the top. Like, I, I think. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this now. So obviously, it's written. It's a bit like with Volos, with uh, Mona Kynum, with Tasha's. There is a voice throughout, but in this one, there is two voices per se. You have Minsk, so sort of little handwritten notes which usually refer to Boo in some way, and Volo, who is helping. Yes. <laughs> and it's quite nice. What's quite cool about it is obviously like. Uh, Volo is pretty much like writing going I have no idea how this idiot has survived this long um, yeah, and exactly. and promoting his other bloody books which I love it's just these little notes yeah. everywhere so I think, and also I, think I love how cool. he gets scared about talking about the, the hells he's yeah. like I really I want to say that I have no you know like I'm <laughs> cancelling myself out I'm not sure I want to actually write about this because I don't want to get caught by a devil or something which is yeah quite, exactly you know. so it's, it's two sort of really interesting voices throughout mm. but I think it's interesting because it, it sort of covers uh, topics of, we'll say, sort of hometowns, uh, more of an expansion on uh, group patrons, which has been sort of revealed, uh, I think it was in Tasha's? I can't remember off yeah. the top of my head. Um, and then it's like, and some villains and henchmen at the end. Yeah. But it, for me, it doesn't really talk about how do we go about making a villain, which is what no. something you and I assumed. Like, yes. oh, how, what, you know, what kind of good plot hooks there would be and stuff like that. So I actually feel mm. the words journal of villainy is a bit of a mistype. But I, I think from your assessment of it, as in being like, here's some ideas, here's some, another sort of a, a addition mm. to maybe the Sword Coast or something like that, it actually works yeah. really well. So that's the only thing I'd say from that. I'm just a bit like, ah, oh, the, the, there is Bad villainy. Name. Good stuff, basically. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. So mm. that 
tick on that front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, you're right. It's just, yeah, it's really not the right title. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think, but that is a good point. And I'm, we'll go on to actually mm. with um, Boo and Miss. Uh, oh my God, I've said it wrong. I've said it, first of all, the wrong way round <laughs> and not even, not even the right name. Minsk and Boo. Because they do appear in this book as stat blocks and stuff. And there's a really, yeah. uh, we'll talk about it in more detail, but the, one of my favourite things is that it says favoured enemy. And it says, Minx, Minsk's favoured enemy is evil. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's quite funny. Like, yeah. I, I quite like that as a, as a concept that, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a type of creature which it would normally be, but it's, mm. it's actually just evil creatures. It's all evil creatures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and. <laughs> <laughs> there are some great stat blocks in here as well actually we get onto some others don't we but mm. that's the that is the thing that it does well for villains and we come onto it as well is high level and bbeg characters yes. that's what it does give you but it doesn't give you the bits that you as we're saying like how to make your own bbeg or how to sort of play them so much but it really mm -hmm. does give you the you want something that's 400 to 500 plus sort of hit points with serious serious like you know the lord of hell's sort of levels and this is where you go for that actually and i think that's mm -hmm. otherwise you google them and find someone who's made them themselves yeah yeah and at, yeah looking looking briefly at the the villains that he, uh, that's been put in here all of them are above uh, CR20 I think mm. that most the highest one is like CR70 uh, 75 no CR27 yes um, right. and you're like and so even I, I don't know about you I've never played a level 20 character in a campaign this sounds like again we'll probably go into mm. it a little bit is that even if it's at the end of a campaign or something like that you still might not defeat these creatures yeah. so I wonder if this would be more of a, a one-off campaign encounter or anything like that but i will say with the henchmen i think the idea may be because we're, we're sort of thinking about like how do we create villains and in my head i'm 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 always someone who likes who likes the human villain which i know yeah. sounds makes me sound very fucking pretentious but it's just that <laughs> that you know like somebody who's who is evil but it's not because of some superpower they're just a complete asshole. just an asshole. And, <laughs> and they have um they've got these henchmen which again i think are the sort of mini bosses that you could also fight or you could mm. or they could help you in some way to get Close if they decide to betray and stuff. And those are sort of at the end of the thing. And there's some really interesting ones there. But let's dive mm. straight in. Where do you want to go first, Hamilton? Well, um, I thought the cities would be good. The hometowns yes. that they give you. Um, they do have a little introduction that talks about how all this comes together. And mm -hmm. but yeah, I think it's worth just going straight to the to the to the home one of the hometowns really. Excellent. So yeah, I, I thought we'd just yeah start with some of the cities. I, I guess I don't know. I'm I like all of them, yes. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I think um, Athkatla 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 I think is correct. Spending. I'll go with that. Athkatla, yeah. Athkatla, yeah. I love the idea of this city. It's mm -hmm. very cool. It is a. They are all Faerunian cities, I mm -hmm. believe, mm -hmm. and this one is in. Um, the south of the Sword Coast, and it's a city that I've never actually come across before no. myself. I don't know about yourself, no? Not, not at all, not at all. It's very, like, like certainly this one and Baldur's Gate, sort of these mm. surface-dwelling towns, the other two yeah. that I mentioned are uh, underground or mm. elsewhere. Um, this one, I think both of them, both this one and Baldur's Gate, they're trading towns, they're really into, well, not capitalism. Certainly yes. this one is about capitalism. Well, this one's serious capitalism, isn't it? This is, uh, as they call it, as an, an oligarchy, because it's got, it's got this council of six, very mm -hmm. similar sort of, used to be secret, like the secret lords of Waterdeep, but now mm -hmm. they're open lords. Um, and 
but it's uh, it's got a very strict rule on 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 magic. You can't use magic in here unless you're a member of a specific uh, group of wizards, which are the cowled wizards. That were... Yes, the cowled wizards. It, mm. and that was that was the best thing about it. I think there was this like, mm. the only crime in uh, in this place, apart from being poor, which you knew, yes. I was like, oh. yeah. that's the <laughs> that's the first bit. It's this is the most right wing city you're going to hit. Yes, it's, these it are, is. Yeah, it's. it's um, it's very District One from Hunger Games. This idea of oh, um, yeah. you know affluent, de- decadent, like everyone's mm. showing off their wealth, um, yeah. money is power, that sort of thing. But yeah, so apart from the only crime is being poor, is that there's no magic use mm. at all, and these cowled wiz- wizards are sort of uh, patrolling. Even they use it; it's limited number, which I think is really interesting actually, because mm. you. You therefore can't, from my understanding and interpretation, you can't use magic to make yourself look prettier or younger or anything no. like that. So you're just, it's all about your know, material wealth. So you could be a haggard, older being or whatever, mm. but you, it doesn't matter if you've got all the all the jewels and stuff. It's totally fine because that's yeah. what matters here. So Exactly. And I love how, well, I, I love, but I, I find that they give people different names by their, their ranking, by their stature. Mm. Is mm-hmm. given some a material, a literally a physical material name. Yes. So there are ore, which is the poor, the lowest of low, yeah, lowest of low. Then you've got bronze, copper, steel, silver, gold, platinum, all the way up to mithril, which is perfection, <laughs> the perfection. highest possible oh. rank. Yeah. And, and what, what I like about that as well is that if you, it's a common insult is to refer to someone of a lower uh, lower rank than they are. Yes, just, and it, that could just be so slight. Like just, yeah. it could literally be like, oh steel are we like that sort of like horrible like jellyfish yeah. like spike yeah know? exactly <laughs> thinking of our yeah it yeah exactly and um it makes me think a lot as well of sort of ancient rome a bit with the sort of there's mm. the people eating until they are consumed you know it's all yeah. revelry to a point where it's quite disgusting and sort of yeah. like yeah it's quite it's quite interesting the other thing to pick up on this as well, so mm. they've got, uh, obviously, it's well known for its trade as well, so they've got this mm. big promenade and stuff like that, but they mm. have the shop of, is it called the Bazaar? Uh, yes. And it's, now, I didn't realise this when I read this through the first time, um, mm. but it's run by, and I'm going to get this wrong, it's, it's run by Neogi, which are like spider-like beings, and if you ever look them up on D and D Beyond, I was because I thought, hmm, I wonder what they look like, and then I was like, oh no, I do not want to be served by these creatures. Oh really? Oh, are they quite they scary? Are, they are very scary. So I'll just read it out. So these are ruthless and en- enigmatic uh, neogi. Uh, they are planar travelers that trade in magical items and slave. Each visit to the shop brings a chance of danger. Sometimes when they're not interested in selling items. They're interested in inquiring, uh, acquiring slaves. When this happens, all the magical items in the store are illusionary and they've prepared an ambush. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Jesus Christ. I do not like that. No. So no. this idea that like, yeah, you're in this place of affluent wealth or whatever, but then these, these creatures could be like, hmm you look strong and then everything disappearing and you're having a fight when you've just gone to spend coin so I just yeah I just thought that was a really cool diff- a different cool. way of looking at it like these sort of like uh, these sort of miserly like creatures who, who can bring lots of wealth but as a result that greed at the cost of what price which would be your freedom which I thought oh, oh, so yeah. cool so I like cool. it yeah the sort of yeah bit of a moral a parable to be had in there somewhere absolutely yeah 
Uh, that's what that's what's great about it actually and, and that happens in all of them is that it gives you you know a good little bit of lore on the city and and some of the history and the culture then goes on to uh laws <laughs> law, laws instead of law and mm. um a nice little map which is always good i always, always like love a good, good map, map. Mm-hmm. um and then and then it gives you shops and encounters and and i think uh that's really cool as well so a good little bit of like spe- specific specialties that it might do and then also these encounters that kind of always seem to to reside that sort of reference whatever's happening in the city so like something to do with the 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 shadow the shadow thieves guild is in here yes. and because they got kicked out of Waterdeep, and this is one of their sort of locations yeah. that they... the, the little bit of flavor that just sort of describes a little bit more about it and obviously it goes on later mm-hmm. on in the book to describe more about if you become uh if it, if that say the shadow thieves come up and and give you patronage it's like oh well there's mm. a history there as well which i quite like yeah and just to briefly mention the the other two cities like Baldur's gate i think people yeah. vaguely know a lot about yeah it's it's got video games you know i, I think it's okay um yeah. also very interesting as you said they've got all this history and stuff but i do quite like and i'm going to pronounce this wrong so this is my turn to pronounce something wrong yep. is let me get it up is it soul dane Dane's cellar. Yeah. Dane's cellar? Something That's, like that. That sounds better than what I was going to say. <laughs> what, were you, what were you going to say? No, I'm not going to. I think that's right. Fair enough. That's fair enough. So this I think idea... I put the L somewhere else. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, so this idea that this, um, basically this elven city with only 250 people in, yeah. which I thought was a very, very tiny sort of enclave, essentially, in this tree called the Tree of Life. And again, this, this again, very, very small potted history of these mm. two uh, as brother and sister who, who try to um, do a, a ritual to certainly for the brother to become a lich essentially mm. uh, which failed and almost killed the, the the tree and all this sort of thing and then they got sent to um, they, they died but then the shadow fell claimed them so now there is this mm. this echo of this place and that uh, travelers and members of this of the city are drawn into it and this idea that everyone's living and, but they have family on the other side which they can't reach and they can't contact and all that sort of thing. It's just really interesting. Yeah. And it's all in this amazing tree which has branches all the way up. Yes. And if you if you can't live, if you don't want to live anymore, I mean, look at that. It's such a great, just mm. great picture. If you don't want to live anymore, you just walk out onto the branches and the, the, the eventually the things will consume you and rip you apart. Because yes. that's it's actually how sometimes people. you end up in the Shadowfell version, isn't it? Because the people who live on the, the normal uh, side, normal side, but the sort of main material plane side, they sort of can, if they get lost in the branches, might turn one way and then suddenly, fuck, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm in the wrong place now. I'm, yeah. in the, I'm in the bad place. I'm in the bad place. <laughs> yes. and, it's, and what's... It's even it's an even it gets an even they talk about them further on because it talks about them as part of the patrons that you can have as part of the group patrons, mm-hmm. um, and it's quite and it's even more a dark and you know one of those tragic you know classic tragic stories, isn't it? The sister mm. was sort of jealous of her brother who was a was because they were originally called the Icarus family, that and was it's it, yeah. A, yeah, so it, it uses that as an analogy for it, I assume. But he mm. sort of becomes a a very impressive mage and um, the favourite of the queen of the original city sister becomes jealous and tempts him to the dark side sort of thing and then yeah. and it's all it's even yeah it gets quite it's very yeah, good well, yeah because uh, she has her own it's really interesting because she has her own interesting story about um, mm. going into um, the domains of dread 
herself and making a pact with the Dark Powers. All these packs and stuff coming out recently, uh, like Feywild and, and, and the main Dread, uh, Dread Lords and all that sort of thing. And so she mm. becomes a horrible vampire creature because she tries to kill the Queen yes. and the Queen manages to stab her at the last minute and then yeah, becomes a vampire. So it, it's a, yeah, I quite, we'll go on to uh, the Order of Icarus, I think, because mm. they are just such an interesting yes. thing. But uh, just to sort of tie it up as well, like, mm. again, the other, the other, uh, and so we've got Baldur's Gate and then Us Nathar, uh, which is like a, a drow enclave all in a cavern, yes. which I just, again, I just think that's Love. so cool. This, this yeah. idea of, obviously, it's going to be dark. It's mm. just, you know, it's going to be vast, but you won't see a sky. That, and you and they have to deal with other uh, people that live nearby so there could be an Illithid encampment nearby yeah. you know always you think oh shit that's actually quite scary <laughs> like yeah. mind flares are bad but like um, but yeah this idea of, of uh, obviously um, if anyone knows it much about drow obviously they are a, sort of a, a matriarch and this idea that there's um, a line with all these uh, um, drow houses and stuff and just a different way of looking at a city mm. structure um, so yeah I, I, all of them are really interesting cities yep. i think and just i just i think for me i would love to the only thing i'd say is that it's more likely if you're setting off a new campaign you're going to see one of the surface dwelling cities perhaps but i do i, I love yeah. the idea of going to the um going to this uh the underdark yeah the underdark or or the shadow fell like oh. having that as your starting location is going to set off a good campaign i think isn't it that's kind of that's where you're starting it then sets the tone and then you're really like does. right <laughs> Having been a, a Drizzt novel reader, the Underdark one obviously kind of appeals, and I think that would appeal to a lot of people who've you know got really into that sort of storyline, particularly the early mm. ones when he's when he's down in in uh, Menza Baranzan, which I think is how you say that, <laughs> um, and it yeah, references yes. that this is nearby. This is a smaller version of it, but if you know about the houses and the sort of yeah, and all the sort of the the Lolth lore and all mm. that stuff it's really great it's a good actually it's the first one I think in five E that is set there so if you need a map yeah. and you want somewhere to be this is going to give you something to, to work with which is really oh, good yeah the only, the only last thing I want to say about this place in particular so like I was talking about this uh, in um, uh, that first city which I am not going to pronounce because you pronounced it for us um, <laughs> uh, in this one there's something called uh, the Aboleth Bowl now interestingly yes. it's not out just yet at the time of recording but on Halloween uh, myself and Derek from How Not to DM talk about horrors uh, to put in your Halloween themed campaigns and he chose an Aboleth and I won't spoil it too much, but this idea that here is like a, a bowl of some sort. So a, a, imagine a water tank with this ancient creature, inch, more ancient than the gods, that will get uh, artifacts and stuff. Yeah, look it up on D&D &D Beyond. It's, um, it's a horrible, horrible nightmare. Um, but they're very interested in having slaves. So depending oh, right. on how much prestige you have, how much uh, uh, wealth you have, they might just go, actually, we'll have you. And with, they have an ability, which means you, if you don't save against it, you... You just become charmed by them until you're, it, it either dies or it's on another plane of existence, and that's it. And it can do that up to three times a day. Oh. And you have to do, just to, to sort of, if you're getting more and more uh, wealthy and stuff like that, you have to do an intimidation check against it. And if you're looking at la later on, on this sort of magic items thing, you have to get over 20 intimidation check to, oh to defeat it. It's it's gonna take you. It's yeah, gonna take you. So it's definitely yeah. gonna take you. Oh, I, so you just don't walk past it. What's its range? That's what I would care about. 
it's 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 a, a terrifying creature. But but that's for later. So if you want to listen to that uh, podcast, that'll be out on Halloween uh, with us and Derek. So yeah. that will be out by the time this is live. There, so you can I go... know time is an illusion. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is. already out. Well, how what a great episode it was. Time is a weird soup, isn't that what they say on uh, Alexandra? Time Nathan? is a weird soup. That's time right. is a weird soup. Time Absolutely. is a weird soup. Yeah. Um, So that's the cities. So we've got the group patrons then. Yes. Should we... we, The first few then are are ones that you might have seen elsewhere, I think is what we were saying, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and ones ones that you'd be like, oh, obviously, I guess it's the thing. Oh, obviously, these ones will be here. Yeah. They... uh, And they sort of give you little quests and they give you perks and they give you two uh, characters that uh, that you can that you can know. You're about. scrolling past him, but he's there. I know. We'll go to. Should we, should we start with the Adventures Guild? Let's start with the Adventures Guild because I think we'll, we'll we'll do Adventures Guild and then we'll do two yeah. more. I think yeah. just, just so we've got time. But yes, they are the thing. I think that it does. You just were saying how it reminds me as well a little bit the sort of the factions in um, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. They do a similar thing. You get a contact with the mm. faction you choose, and it gives you a few little quests and then some bonuses that you gain. But this is a much more in-depth version of that, mm-hmm. I'd say. But it's very good. So yeah, do you want to talk about the Adventurer's Guild then? Yes. So it says uh, it is a loose amalgamation of that supports the courageous or the foolhardy enough to pick up pick it up as a professional mantle of adventuring. And so. We, I'm just, we've had of it in uh, my home game, but there's always going to be an adventurer's guild. There are always going to be mercenaries for hire in some way. So mm. if you're not sure what to put into your campaign, this is an easy one to this. What I do quite like is that it's not just go fight and kill something. It gives some examples of operatives. So you've got like a cartographer, mm. you go to this dungeon, find out what's in there, map out the room, uh, a zoologist. Um, keeping up to date on the strengths and weaknesses of stuff that might be encountered. So that could be a combat one, but also at the same time, you mm. might just be like, oh, it's too strong. We now need to leave. <laughs> uh, a historian. So, you know, avoid repeating the mistakes of the previous adventure party. So maybe like, don't go down that route. You know, maybe like again with the cartographer sketching out a, 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 um, a oh, way I through. Like I like that. Uh, Having someone in the party that you can just call on who would have knowledge of what you're doing. Yeah, and that, having, that's that'd be, that'd be quite. A, I think that could be quite a fun sort of thing. Very Indiana Jones that sort of reminds mm-hmm. me. Yeah, okay. and they do have like the face of the party as well, the iconic hero, <laughs> the poster child for the guild. Um, but and yeah, and they got uh, random quests as well. And he also talks about perks. So obviously, you know, you'll you'll get a nicer room for a, a good price. Uh, there'll be it's much easier to sell things legally because uh, the, the Adventures Guild will have fences and such ways and stuff. Mm. Um, but I'm going to talk very, very quickly about the two contacts we have. Yes. And I'll say this with all the contacts, they have a really nice, juicy little history, which your players may never know about. Yeah. And you'll get one of them at a lower level, and then you'll get one at a higher level, depending on what you're doing. So Cornelius Watson, or Doc Watson, he sounds like like the sort of laissez-faire dude yeah. about town, tries his hand at everything, uh, is a little bit magical, but actually, you know, he's like, well, I've studied as far as I can get to, I am a doctor. But I like the fact that at the end he gets to a point where <laughs> he tries his hand at everything, including being a chef, a chef to get the perfect like heat on a steak. That's when his family cut him off from his money. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the final straw. Yeah, that like, was... No, like no, can't do it anymore. Um, so in order to find a new source of income, him and he convinced a friend of his, who is the other contact, uh, Flim. I'm gonna say this wrong. Flim Shagler, a uh, Shagglecran. Shagglecran. Flim Shagglecran, a uh, gnome artificer who looks 
fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine like, hi, I'm Flavor Shackle Crane. I'm here. I'm going to take you on a ride. I'm going to take you on a ride. Where are we going to? That's yeah, where I'm at. Proper, proper prospector yeah. with obviously a a a, a creature, a, a sort of a steel defender called uh, Metallison, which I love as a name. Yes. Um, oh, so good. So yeah, so these two people set up uh, a guild essentially to, to to create income, and it just says unoriginally they just called it the Adventurers Guild. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just yeah. with with that sort of flavour, and again, Flim has his own mm. really interesting thing as well. It just conjures up these characters so instantly you know we mm. like the fact we both were like yeah that's going to be a prospective voice yeah we've got a guy who's like well i know everything but i i don't have any money so i need you to go out and, and get yeah, some exactly. stuff you know yeah, like i just instantly see, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you just see these people working together like that so i think if in doubt adventures guild is always the easiest way forward but you've got two really interesting contacts as yeah. the head now yeah no i really like that and and also just interestingly a bit of planar transportation on a ship Mm, yes, from Flim. So again, it's a nice way to get people around a map. Yes. Or get get to places which it's are, your Sid from your um, Final Fantasy. Basically, it is your it is your Sid or uh, from Kingdom Hearts as well. He's in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, of course so. he is. Yeah, because they that's Final Fantasy as well, isn't it? It is. Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you were definitely right because he was there first. But uh... <laughs> I've have never actually played Kingdom Hearts. It's on the list again. But it's... oh, I've never played Final Fantasy, so we're both covered. <laughs> we're covered All right, each we're, covered, we're covered off the the fan bases. That's good. Yeah. Whew. Awesome. Um, so what about you? What sort of uh, patron stands yeah. out to you? Then? I mean, I, I liked Candlekeep. I think people have got a lot yes. of that from the recent ones. Really great story mm. with um, Val Valiagar, but I think oh, we can yeah. sort of we can. I think people know a bit about them. Zan mm -hmm. as well is actually a very interesting character. So I think really worth anyone uh, uh, back Agreed. at home reading and through that. And just to say as well, um, this is definitely in the future, but we do have a guest episode on Candlekeep coming out in the future. I don't know when, but it has been recorded. And Candlekeep is an amazing place as yeah. a result. So, and there's a beautiful yes. bit of art of it here. I'm kind of like, yes, I quite like, I quite like the yes. sound of it. And being, and yeah, this would help add to your Candlekeep campaign for sure. Like it's mm -hmm. got some really interesting characters and gives you a bit more of the lore. And yeah, maybe it could be something to sort of tie you off from when you started the Candlekeep. You know, mm -hmm. then let's go into a full campaign. You could just use, Absolutely. use that. Um, Absolutely. Church of Soon, again, another another interesting one. It makes me um, mm. think of, it made me think of our Paladins of Beauty from the Feywild yes. Companion. <laughs> Uh, so when when we do our Mean Girls, uh, <laughs> Mean Girls uh, Strixhaven, with our Paladins of Beauty, they're probably going to have to be Church of Soon sort of. I like that. I maybe like that's that, the that's house in Strixhaven, like one of the houses, like the house meet, uh, you know, the like Ravenclaw and all that stuff. This one's the soon, mm. soon, the soonest. The soon ones. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So they're inter again interesting and and both. Uh, interesting characters but then those, yeah those ones uh, the, just to quickly just because I know you're skipping we're mm. skipping through these a little bit yeah. um, those two are male twins mm. uh, in this one which I thought was interesting there's a lot of twins or stuff like that but there's one that is definitely like like you can just see that image there of like ha ha and then yeah. the and the other one who's using more magical stuff yeah like so it's a very interesting very cool like, all very, the, I mean yeah. all, all the artwork's <laughs> great <laughs> all the artwork all the artwork is great <laughs> yeah and then I know we're moving through as well fast, but the Emerald Enclave, again, something that you can find a lot about, but a really good little little sneaky sneaky in there. You know, the fact that someone's infiltrating and... Uh, yes. 
This, yeah, this person, Faldorn, is actually a shadow thief. Yes. And they're trying to get up the, the ladders. But the other person... Um, <laughs> knows about uh, it, which is Kivian. No, yeah. Kivian the Grim. Kivian. Yeah, he, he knows about it. Yeah. So it's a bit like... but Because he used to work for her. Yes. And now there's this, this, this inner tension where, obviously, he could reveal her te- intentions, but then she could also reveal, well, yeah, but you're with me. Because yeah. had, they've had this previous... So, so oh... And also that whole that that. he's known for too long now that it's awkward that if he now says, it's like, well, you know this like years ago. Why have it taken till they're in this high ranking position? So, yeah, really good. And and I like that as well, that that there are, through most of these patron contacts, there are ties between the two of them. So there is like either a tension or they know each other really well. And it's just because obviously they'll come up in conversation. And so you as a DM could be like... And, and they'd be like, oh, the player's like, what's going on? You know, there's like, yes. you know, it just feels like, like a, there's a subtle a look, insight check, a good insight exactly. check time. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. So then uh, Flaming Fist, um, mm. another one that's in Waterdeep Dragon Heist, uh, a, a uh, mercenary group based out of Baldur's Gate, but they are all over the Sword Coast that sort of... Um, they do law enforcement in cities, basically, and they're used as the law enforcement in Baldur's Gate itself, actually, instead of a, as, like, the guard. Um, mm-hmm. Not... Uh, yeah, uh, good. Not my favourite, personally. No. I thought they were the sort of the most sort of generic. Generic, yeah. I can imagine, because they're in the, the, the city I can't name at the beginning um, as Ashkara, well yeah. as the Ashkara. Uh, I think that's right. I'm going to have to go back and check quickly. We're, we're not... No, um, but yeah, so they're they're the local law enforcement um, of the of that city as well. So That's it's it, yeah. yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's each to their own. Again, mm. all of these things you could always uh, reflavor as well and change the names and stuff. As mm. I can just see at the bottom there, Harpers. We know all about Harpers. Yes. They're um, they're, they're bloody the everywhere. Shop. Yeah, they're bloody yep. everywhere. So we don't need to go into that. But no, again, great characters. Again. Oh, art. So then let's move on to the Knights of Bahamut. Yes! Very cool. (laughs) Yes. So this one is a new one. So this one they've made just uh, specifically. I can't say that word. It's one of those words I can't say. uh, Specifically for this uh, book. Mm. And it's good. I like it. Yeah, it says at the bottom, it says, unlike the other group patients in the book, the Knights of Bahamut doesn't exist yet. As a functioning organisation, it is up to the up to you and the party members to build them up so what a great thing you like you don't need mm. to do any adventure or anything like that they could just be chosen mm. and then you've got to make it up as they go along and they're like like yeah there's no there's no real perks or anything like that other than hey if you find the dragon egg and the parents have died uh and it's on its own and it's still viable you could have a bloody dragon mount and i'm like hmm yep. that sounds like a, signed a, up a, <laughs> i've signed yeah, up yeah <laughs> it sounds like a hagrid from Harry Potter thing going on. Like yes. It's, oh, yeah. But I, and I quite like the detail it had about like, how must you hatch your dragon? And we'll oh, go on yeah. to the Order of Icarus, I know, because it has a similar thing where it's like, here's something specific to this order, this sort of thing, mm. and it goes, for these different dragon eggs, they're all um, metallic dragon eggs, I will say as well, mm. um, that you have to do certain things to make sure they're viable and they'll hatch in two to, was it 3D six weeks or something like that. So you're like, bloody hell. Yeah, <laughs> just... yeah. it's going to be some time. Some downtime is going to happen there. Do some uh, so, yeah, research. Well, you're, just heating... <clears throat> well, you're just heating one egg on the... On the stove. <laughs> on the... It's like, come on. The so gas bill is going to be completely wrecked for that one, isn't it? That's for you're sure. Just, you're just constant. You're getting up in the night to do a... Uh, fi- um, like a... Uh, what's it called? Uh, not Fireball. Ball? The other one. Oh, fl- uh, fi- Firebolt. 
Firebolt. Firebolt. That's firebolt. It. You're just firebolting in yeah. the middle of, like getting up for a small child in the middle of the night going, firebolt. <laughs> you can, yeah, because it says you can imbue it with some fire, uh, firebolt spells for a certain amount mm. for some time as well. Yeah, I, I yeah, like that's, that. It's, yeah, um, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the gold one, the gold dragon one. Yes, so. exactly. It's, it's good fun. And I think it's worth, just in case people don't know who Bahamut is, Bahamut is, it's the, uh, the, the sort of main metallic dragon the, the yeah also yes the leader, the, leader yeah. the sort of the, the child of um eo uh the god of dragons when they split into basically mm. tiamat and bahamut, and bahamut. Are the, bahamut yeah. are the two sort of opposing um mm. diametrics of those of those two and uh yeah so this is all focusing on the sort of as i said metallic dragons um but yeah i think i think it's quite fun and some of the the little quests are quite good like go track down an ancient relic or just go and you know get a dragon egg from a chromatic dragon that's raided the nest of yeah. a metallic dragon mm. um and yeah some really and like and also like accompanying an adult silver dragon into the desert to investigate some ruins i want that that's a that sounds that, fun that sounds great like it, i don't think you need to go really because the dragon probably can handle itself yeah, i'm but... only level one but yeah i'll do what i can right i'll, I'll have a go yeah. and and yeah obviously um the two contacts for this, uh, obviously, one is the namesake of this book. This book. This book. This book, Minsk and Boo, um, which is, I, again, like I said uh, earlier, yeah. is like the favoured enemy being evil. Uh, Boo having stuff as well. Um, yeah. Go for the eyes, Boo. Uh, yeah. I love he's got his, um, his stat rock rat. <laughs> it's like, oh, rat. God. <laughs> he could have got a bit more than a rat, but it's fine. Oh, no, no, because I like it because then, obviously... Um, as a bonus action, you can go. You can talk to Boo and gain inspiration to go into a, a berserker rage. And then, uh, whilst all this happens, if you know, there's all this stuff that happens because you're trying to protect your little friend, which yeah. I absolutely love. I think it's great. Oh yeah, if Boo takes damage, Mince can choose to take the damage instead. That's a as a reaction. Yeah. It's so sweet. So it sweet. is really sweet. I also like their other strange companions, which is Goo, Boo's Minister Space Hampton Cubson, which is fine. But then. I want a delphinid, a dolphin with a fly speed a space of 30 dolphin. feet. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know if you ever played Echo the Dolphin yes, on I did. PlayStation. I played that, it on Sega Mega Drive, I think. See, that's what I can say. Oh, Backpack Guy, the space mimic. <laughs> <laughs> mimic that we've only seen the form of a backpack, refuses to fight unless right. worn. <laughs> like, the, like, oh, it's, it's yeah. so good. And I'll, I will say the other contact. contact. The other content. Oh my god. The other the contact. Other contact. Uh, Sildon. Yeah. Sil Sildil. Oh, um, yeah. Again, has a great story. <gasps> oh, look at that image. I know. Oh. And what a backstory it is as well. Yeah, go oh, for it's, it. It's so, oh, it's so sad. So essentially, um, she lost, she gained everything and became like a, a rising knight in the Knight of Bahamut and then lost everything. The dragon mount, her, her partner, her son, and then was just saved by a, a nymph in the Feywild, but then spent the next decade convincing the, the nymph to let her go because the nymph was obsessed with her. And then so a decade passed and eventually the nymph uh, uh, agreed to let her go. But by the time she came back, a whole millennia had passed. And it's the first time that she discovered the Feywild had this time distortion thing. And now uh, she she's rebuilding the Knights of Bahamut back, mm. you know, slowly but surely. She's got, you know, she's got a, a new bronze dragon that she's, she's managed to find and raise and and it's just, I just think that's such a great tragic story. Yeah. Like, it is proper. Um, oh, you posted a gif of it recently from Wreck It Ralph, who's played by the woman from Glee, uh, the commander woman. 
can't remember her name. Oh, oh, jeez. Sorry. Oh <laughs> yes, no, I'm sorry. It's so long ago since I see the movie, but I know exactly who you mean. But yes, yeah, um, I want to say Delhoon. Anyway, uh, I want to say something Delhoon. I want to say. Should we Google but it? Anyway, I can Google it. Yeah, now. let's Google do it. it. Let's okay, Google but, it now. Decided, but it just says, and I think that she was created with the most tragic backstory ever. Uh, yeah. That's that's what I think with this one is. Um, Calhoun, she's called. Calhoun, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Look at that, that, that final fax of a brain going boom. <laughs> <laughs> big brain time. That was big brain, big brain time. time. Well done. Uh, <sighs> it needs yeah. to rest now. It's re- no, it's really good. And th- that's the thing about this book. It, even though, as we said, the title's wrong, the content is incredible. And the the writer is the writer from Baldur's Gate. You didn't say from Baldur's Gate. Uh, the, yes. the video games, the, old, the, video the games. old school ones, the um, yes. originals uh, on the PC. And uh, yeah, it's got a really good, good hand, uh, a, a good voice. Sorry, in in it, and uh, it's really yeah, it's it's the some of this stuff is good stuff. I like it's, it. It's, it's bonkers, yeah. Yeah, it's my kind and of bonkers that I like. It is, I, yeah, absolutely, and yeah, like we'll just quickly blast through because I'm aware of time. Yes. Uh, like like the Order of Icarus. Mm. Um, so yeah, like John, um, John Irenus. I don't know. Yes, uh, but the... it has. Oh, look at that image. Oh, look at those images of the two. I know. Incredible. Like, I mean, she, I mean, he's terrifying enough, but if you see what... Um, oh, what's she called now? Um, oh, uh... It's, she's on the other page. It's on the next page. Bodhi. Um, Bodhi. Bodhi. Her fingers are in somebody's Eyes. orifices. Yes. Oh. Yeah, actually, in multiple, actually. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. That is, oh, badass. That's pretty... Uh, th- that, yeah, uh, definitely not a nice, a nice. She's 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 evil. <laughs> she's through and through. Evil, yeah, but she's so oh, she's so cool. But yeah, yeah with, with, with cool. both of them, they obviously have their own thing. But like what I quite like about uh, John's one is that if you if you become friendly with him, you're only available as a contact at level eleven. Um, he's willing to share the secret of lichdom to, with a wizard who is at least level seventeen yes. and swears long life fealty to him. And then it has a whole bloody um, yeah. <laughs> like how to do it. And you're thinking to yourself. Would players do this? But I think it'd be cool to be like, here's your adventure hook, and then just doing it all and capture, yeah, capturing a soul, and 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 then doing yeah. all the spit. Oh, if you want really to play, cool. I mean, if you wanted to play that evil campaign, then yeah, this is sort of something that you could use. But also, just if you're playing a good campaign, you're trying to, you're trying to do the whole infiltrate, gain the secrets of lichdom for some other reason. I don't know what they, you know, that could be just to. For, because you're interested in knowledge you know that's sort of like the wizard who just starts to want more knowledge and you could be playing mm. and it's suddenly the temptation maybe is there for your character and it could be quite interesting yeah. or even if that's even what an npc is doing you know you could have an mm. npc who's infiltrated this this sect yeah. and you're not sure it's like in um this is a spoiler for Dragon Heist, so big spoilers. So morning to everyone, but for the next two minutes, just listen. But there's a in um, Xanathar's guild. There's a, a Bregandarth um, sorcerer who's actually become Xanathar's key sorcerer, and it does say you can play it that they've become a double agent or they are still an agent within the Xanathar guild. So if you're um, if you're playing as a Bregandarth uh, sort of affiliated player they can be helpful to you or they could not be but and then so there's a sort of but then when you go and meet them as a contact in like if you're in Xanathar's hideout trying to infiltrate mm. there there's that sort of moment where I played it with my characters they were with some Breg and Darth where I sort of tried to do the is he good is he bad and sort of you yes. know that sort of has he become part of the Xanathar guild I don't know it's just kind of fun so I like that yeah 
Really cool, really cool. Yeah, and I think what's interesting with all these contacts as well, I think these, like, certainly these two are mm. villains. Like, that. that's what I'm saying. But they're going on quickly then. I know we've got yes, a few others yes. to go through, but let's let's look at um, some of these villains. So is there any villain mm. that stuck out to you yeah. at all? Out of the six that they've provided in this... Oh, God, yeah, what a Balsabub. is, yeah, I mean... Pfft. Straight off the bat the, is just... The slug arc duke, yes. which I loved. Oh. I mean, the hells and the sort of infighting and the sort of, like, it's that real proper gothic horror sort of, but slightly campy story of just, like, fallen angels and, and like, uh, machinations of, uh, you know, what's Machiavellian machinations, sort of, like, everyone's, like, always out to get one up on Asmodeus who we all know knows exactly what's going on. He does. He does. He's just fucking going, what are you guys fucking doing? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Like, has he ever, ever stepped wrong? Like, he always... I mean, he's even got Tiamat flying about in his lands, you know? He's like Tiamat. He punished his daughter to be, like, one of the levels of, uh, like, in her prison of hell yeah. as the... As the uh, you know, like, yeah. he... Like, why do you keep there's trying? A, I don't know. There's a reason why he doesn't have a stat block. Yeah. Because he's undefeatable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there's exact, exact reason. So this is, so after Belzebub had a, had a go, <laughs> had a go, he got had turned go. and he was a vain, it's in a classic, you know, it's a parable. It was vain, beautiful, one of, considered the most beautiful angel at one point, I think, wasn't it? And uh, mm -hmm. so it's that sort of uh, Asmodeus cursed him in this form of basically... Nurgle, if you're a Warhammer fan as well, it's yep. just postulant, bulging slug thing, which is, and it just belches at you. It's it's got flies, it's got stenches, mm. it's it's awful. It has not only a fear gaze, fear and weakness gaze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty bad. And yeah, just having a quick look at some of the was uh, there's the I'm gonna say this name wrong. Uh, Send Sendam, so the slard right at the end. Oh, yeah. it's a female sort of frog. So she um, again, yes. thanks to to Derek. Oh look at that picture, it's mm. great. Uh, that picture, uh, sorry, that uh, the slard, the slard or sladdy. Mm. Uh, Derek picked in his um, horrors one as well, and I hadn't heard of them because they were created by Primus, uh, the Lord of Mechanus, and so were they. they? This, yeah, there's a, oh, there's a whole story behind that. That. He he excreted them out because uh, he went to try and uh, sort out the the chaos of limbo. Oh. But then something hit him or, or got into his his blood, and he was sick. And then he just was like, "Well, I'm just going to leave now." And then the slad were born out of this sort of stone and stuff. Oh, so wow. she is the leader of it. This whole Lord of Madness stuff. But unfortunately, how yes. we've run out of time. We have run out of time, and there are because so many other so greats. I will just more. skip. <laughs> I will leave. Yes, it. We'll go I, back I, to. I think we we will definitely say that it is worth your time mm. and money. This is obviously for charities for extra life. Like mm. there is so many good ideas in here. Mm. Like again, I know our little nitpicky thing about oh, is it about villains? It's because we want to create villains. But I yeah. think some of these ones are really interesting, 100%. and I will say those those less. I mean, obviously, very briefly looking at those two. Uh, uh, villains at the end they are high level they mm. are world ending so yes. maybe using some of the contacts perhaps instead yes. as the um, as the uh, as, as the in between bosses in the way yes, exactly oh, I'm looking at this the, what's the CR rating on uh, on on Bowser I, I can tell is... you uh, Bowser is so Bowser is 26 26 <laughs> uh, 
Baal, who is the god of murder. murder. We didn't even get into Baal. No. He has two forms. Yes. Um, one at level twenty, uh, level CR twenty, mm. which is hard enough, and then one at level twenty-four. So even when he dies, he then he transforms into good this old, creature. And you're just like, good old Dark Souls two two stage. Yeah, that's what you need. I mean, this is Vecna. Exactly. In, uh, talking about Critical Role a couple of weeks ago, this is like mm. this is your Vecna. This is when you've done four years campaign and you need to end mm. it and you want to do something super. Absolutely. Or season so three of Dragon's Door. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 pretty much. Pretty much. That, that, well, I'm going to chuck them because they keep fine. beating me at dragons. So I'm going to get, I'm going to just chuck thousands of them at them and see what happens. Oh, no. Anyway, anyway, Sorry. we've got to come to the end of this. I oh, No, no, it's fine. It's me. It's me being an idiot and scheduling too many things and not too much time. Hamilton, yes. thank you so much for this. Where can we find you? What are you up to? Fine. What's going on? Well, you can find me at uh, DM Dozens, uh, DM Dozens for me personal, and also at Dragon's Duel, all one word. We are just about to get started with some season three and some Christmas specials coming up. Uh, lots of stuff. We are looking, if people are interested, we're looking for players. If people want to play or join as teams to come and be um, guests. So we're also looking for players in a long play campaign, but we're also looking for guest shows come on to the game show and uh, play in our silly game show for season three which will be really kicking off in the new year so if people are interested Exciting. contact me yes yes well that, that's how I got involved mm. and now I can't leave yes. no, I <laughs> yeah not at all not at all and well also we're both we're both doing it look we're both wearing merch oh yes I have merch yes we've look. got merch look dragon's jewel tees <laughs> This is a character yes. tea from our show, so we've got lots of characters, and we will do special requests. And that is our, you can get a, the look. they call it a Razorback, I think, tea. Yes. Yeah, uh, like, yes. If, you, if you think sleeves are bullshit, you can have one of those. <laughs> yeah, I do think sleeves are bullshit, but also it's very cold, hence why I've got the under. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's also England. <laughs> so It's also England. If you're so, in the uh, Californias yes. or something, then this is probably... Yeah, you, if you want to look cool, get some merch. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and just to quickly finish off, mm. quickly finish off, my name is Fiona. I run the What Am I Rolling podcast, a, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. Uh, as always, it's going very well. Um, when was this coming out? Vert, I think part one will be out, which is exciting. Yes, because mm. Halloween's gone. Vert, uh, yeah. um, which is fantastic. Uh, part two will be on its way. And as Hamilton knows, something very exciting is happening to me. And I don't know how to... <laughs> <laughs> you need, listen, listeners, you can't see it, but viewers could definitely see the sort of like, oh my god. Um, so there'll be more stuff happening once I've got my head around this big project I've just got landed. So yes. we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. And as always, um, you can also get ten percent off at Third Space Gaming in Burnley. Uh, just type in the offer code DMBC on your on checkout on your first order, and you can buy anything. Maybe they'll have fizz bands. I don't know. I still have to bloody look for this bloody book in the next two days. So. I'm going to go to the shop near me. We'll find it. We'll find it. We'll find it. Great. Well, until next time, friends, thank you so much Thank you uh, for listening. And you will see what we're doing next week in a VT card that will come up next. <laughs> see you then. Okay. Uh, love, love you. Bye! Bye. <laughs>